Welcome to Cancelled. It is Tuesday morning, bright and early, of 10 o'clock. That's very early. You know normal people don't think that's early at I all. know, I know. <laughs> uh, we are here at the Permanent Record Studios in the beautiful city of Austin, Texas, to talk about Wonder Falls. Uh, Jasmine, how are you? I'm good. I'm it- Good. I'm on my way to Black Girl Giggles Festival in New Orleans, doing a couple stops in Houston, Lafayette, and Baton Rouge on the way. That's so. super fun. Who's doing that festival? I haven't heard of that. Oh, so it's actually a collective of black female comics based mm-hmm. in New Orleans who just decided to put their own thing together. It, they've got comedians coming from all over the country, mm. and they are doing it in conjunction. It's not really with Essence Fest, right. but it's during Essence Fest because most people don't buy tickets for the whole festival. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so that. it's a really cool opportunity. And Oh, and is it Essence Fest weekend that you're going down there for? Yes. Woo-hoo. Yeah, it's going to be real foolish. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. some of my friends are already going. They're like, hey, can you just, like, tell people it's your bachelorette? Because technically you are engaged. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, like, I, that's a great idea. That's a, the best idea anyone's <laughs> ever had. Of course you do that. Just having the most low-key bachelorette party where we just go, she's getting married. Yeah, yeah. See what people throw yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly right. <laughs> oh, man. New Orleans is already dangerous. Isn't like, it? as far as, like, you can go a little wild uh, like on a weekend. But to do it during Essence Fest... Man, good luck. I saw Girls Trip. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I went shopping and I was like, I need a don't get robbed in New Orleans purse and a don't yeah. break your ankle in New Orleans shoe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was like right this way. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, let's get into these shows. Episodes five and six. What did you think of these episodes? I have officially crossed the threshold into caring about this show. Woo-hoo-hoo! I really it took, it took some of like some energy to keep me from not watching the next one because right, I was right, like, right. no, no, no. I want it to be fresh yeah. and I don't want to get confused. So right, I, right, right. I can't, I give a shit now. I have some <laughs> give a shit as well, partially because they are fixing plot problems yes. for me in a way that makes sense. Like, so I've had a, a big issue I've had with the show is that. She just talks to these things in front of everybody, right? Yes! It just in plain sight, she's just talking to objects, and no one seems to be bothered by this. Now the brother is like, what the fuck are you doing? Why do you keep talking to these cows? Yes! Yeah. I was like, I, I finally care about that. Because I was like, okay, somebody in her life has to think this is weird. Right. Yeah, and I, I love that. Um I the brother though I keep going back and forth on whether or not I like him. Yeah, no, I I kind of don't like him. Yeah, uh, there's some giant overstepping of boundaries that happens in this episode in these episodes, but we'll get to it. Um, let's jump into episode. Let's let's get into the episodes. Episode five, Crime Dog, mm-hmm. which is their immigration episode, which is very strangely like. <laughs> Like, of the moment? You know what's so funny is I did not know. I was like, what were immigration officers called before now? So yeah, I was like, two ICE officers walking <laughs> oh, in her kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I called them, <laughs> I called them ICE multiple times. Um, so, it, oh, also, I kind of, I liked this, ep- I like both of these episodes, to be perfectly honest with you. I liked this episode, I liked the opening very much. Mm-hmm. It, like, set up a good, like, oh, there's going to be some twists and they're going to, like, roll out. You know what I mean? Like, they set up. There's a bigger mystery, like how did we get to this point where she's in jail, 
the sisters like smoking cigarettes in the interrogation yes. room, which I actually really like that move. Where she was like, "If I give you fifty bucks, can I smoke this cigarette?" And she has a hundred dollar fine. She just throws a hundred bucks on the table, <laughs> starts smoking cigarettes, and then later she goes, she's like, "It's not per cigarette, is it?" And just start smoking. Again. <laughs> I like that a lot. I really like that. I thought it was an interesting like visual technique to record backwards from her when she gets arrested to like yeah, figure out yeah, like yeah. how. Does Jake? Because it's funny too, because we've been calling this white privilege the series. So it was like Jay gets in trouble. Like yeah. Actual consequences. <laughs> I was gonna say it's funny. Like the police are involved in I think both of these episodes. Which yes. Is weird. So we haven't called it a white privilege episode. She's been arrested multiple times. That's, <laughs> that's, to be fair, that's true. I think at one point her sister points out how many times she's gotten disorderly conduct, and it's like all yeah, oh, yeah, within yeah, like yeah, the last. Yeah. Ever since she fainted at work, she's been getting arrested. A bunch. <laughs> um, so the overall story of this episode is we meet their housekeeper, mm-hmm. uh, vet, who uh, we they're having breakfast. She's making pancakes. There's actually a very funny gag right before that where the uh, where Jay's walking up to the house and there you see it cuts to a shot of the pink flamingos. Yes, and it says it doesn't. What does it tell it? Like get out of the way. It says something like. Nice day we're having or something. It says, well, it says something more like a, that sounds like it should be like, could be an instruction. What is it? I have it written down here somewhere. Uh, nope, I don't have it. But that being said, she said, the the we see the flamingos. They don't move. We just see a, like a stagnant shot of them. And they say like, uh, hey, get up and go or something like that. And uh-huh. you're like, you have no business talking to me. And then it cuts and it's just the gardener who's sitting there. And he's like, I was just trying to be nice or whatever. Like. <laughs> That was fun. I really enjoyed that because I was like, she's losing her shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, like, she should be. She should be getting more desperate and weird as these things go on. Yeah. Um. So the she's, the uh, housekeeper's making pancakes, tells her, like, um, you know, have a pancake, and the, then the creamer says, like, have a pancake. Which is a cow. It's, it's a, a cow. It's a cow. tiny little cow creamer. And... Uh, <clears throat> So she, like, makes it a point of having to scream. And now the, the sister's having this conversation on the phone. And she's like, we have to go. We have to go right now. There's poop everywhere? I missed the setup. Somehow Me there's too. Somehow there's poop everywhere is the thing. And the vet has to go clean up this poop? That's the ridiculous part about how, like, how shitty, for lack of a better word, yeah. the excuse for how the sister wants to get her out of the house is. Right. It makes no sense. Yeah, she's their house keeper. She doesn't have to go to your house to also clean up some other <laughs> imaginary mess. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, but at that point, the uh, the ICE agents bust in and they're they're deport, uh, they're deporting her because she's not a real she's not an American citizen. Which is funny too because the crowd creamer tells Jay to have a pancake and it's right. it's essentially I, I was noticing this sometimes the inanimate objects that talk set something in motion for something to go really wrong. Right. So Jay immediately thinks like this is bad. Is this demonic? Why is everything going wrong? Like right. if Jay hadn't had that pancake, the housekeeper still wouldn't have been in the house when the ice, ice we're gonna call them ice agents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think they say they're BCIS, but no, they're ice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for sure. Well, that's, uh, <clears throat> it seems to be a bit here, like throughout the show, like running on the thing is the initial. Uh, instruction or whatever the inanimate object tells her to do will like kind of cause chaos. Yes, but then that chaos is like butterfly affecting something down the road that we can't yeah. see. Right, like episode one with asking about his ring and it made the right. mailman cry, but yeah, then yeah. it all led to something positive. So yeah, right. I think they we're kind of seeing that. And also, I, it, it's this. No, it's not this episode. It's the next episode. We'll get to that when we get to it. Um, we meet, we spend a lot of time with the brother because the brother has seen her talking to these also i want to back up for one second i apologize uh okay. i'm a little stoned this morning so <laughs> she uh 
at one point when the ICE agents burst in, they're like, we're here for a vet, whoever. And the mother's immediately like, she's not here. Like, straight fucking lie to the cops. I'm like, good for you. I didn't catch yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. She says she's not, like, oh, she's not here with a big smile on her face. And a vet's like, I'm a vet. And that's like this little moment there but I love that the mom was like no fuck that I'll add these cops yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. the mom kind of shows her cool side a little bit with a little bit too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I made this note too because once Yvette is taken out of the house um, and she <laughs> she's taken out of the house the dad immediately is like I have friends that feel very strongly about this and you know I can't believe we employed an illegal immigrant and I thought she passed her test and the mom's right. like no she failed three times but yeah, yeah. I didn't want her to be studying when she could be helping with the kids <laughs> yeah there's some shitty like yes there there's overall good the way that they like, end up like treating her yeah but uh, there's a lot of like exactly like that like no she was busy cleaning that like, she couldn't I couldn't have her wasting her time on this fucking uh, citizenship test yeah there's stuff like that that's the dad actually says um, he goes we could have hired an American minority and she goes we didn't yeah, like those minorities. minorities yeah 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 for sure <laughs> he says we could have married we could have uh, we could have hired an American minority or someone with a disability I think is the other one yes. and it's like I, okay I get you but that's not the argument here. Like, the argument is you hired an uh, illegal immigrant, but also, good, hire illegal immigrants. I'm for it. Yeah. Um, but she, they, they set up the dad because the dad is saying things, that, you know, he's like, he plays golf with all these important people and politicians, and it's going to back, how bad is this going to make your sister look? Mm-hmm. And then we find out the sister is just a straight up MAGA asshole. Oh, yeah. She's literally just like on the street going, like, there are rules, and if you want to immigrate here, you have to follow them, and we got to kick these people out, and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, Jesus Christ, lady, we're, you're teetering very hard on passing the likability. Like fulcrum, oh, yeah. where I where I'm not going to be able to like you at all. But you see how quickly that switch when she realized that someone she knew was not a documented mm, immigrant, right? And it's like they really, how can you be so obtuse? Yeah, yeah. yeah. How? how? Um, so we, yeah, I wrote down this is a very white conversation about immigration. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean even the person that we're speaking about, the immigrant Yvette, is French Canadian, right? Or so yeah, we yeah. think. So we think. There's a lot of <laughs> twists here. Um, so. They we find out they, they, through backstory they're talking about like oh that practically raised us and she's an orphan her parents were killed in like a like some what how did they the die? baby Jesus ornament lit the Christmas yeah. tree on fire right and they're like Jay and I forget what her brother's name they're in the car and they're like how bad would it be if baby Jesus <laughs> killed mom and dad yeah yeah, yeah I wrote that down <laughs> what's funny is I wrote that line down but I didn't write the what set it up so I have no I was like such an out of context I was like wait a minute what they believe that their whole like their whole life that right. Jay that um, Yvette was this orphan who came to them from French Canada yeah, and yeah. raised so them they come up they come up with this plan that they're gonna sneak. They're going to go to Canada, and they're going to sneak a vet back across the border in the trunk of their car. Um, and I'm, like, kind of like, okay, good. This is, like, Jay using her sort of, like, mild criminal tendencies for good. Yeah. Um, there, There's action. Like, they're doing a thing. They're not just going, oh, we have to make phone calls or whatever. Like, oh, they're going to, like, oh, we're going to put our butts on the line a little bit and go rescue our maid. Uh, <laughs> but that being said, like, it shows them to be, like, at least somewhat good. Yeah. Um, and the mom is like, I can't be part of this. But then immediately he's like, oh, take all the cash I have in my wallet, which is only, like, 140 bucks. Yeah. But then Yvette goes, American in Canada will go much farther. I have no accent skills. Uh, <laughs> I was like, what is that? <laughs> I went to almost like like Yakov Smirnoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lightly Russian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a light Russianness that I had. Oh, Miss Cherie. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Now that's a that's a French accent. Uh, she doesn't want to come back. 
right? She's like, oh, it's not, it's too dangerous. What if we get caught? If you get caught, you know, your parents, your sister. Uh, she gives him a note. What's the? It's uh. She goes like, "Is a birthday card for your father?" And she's like, "Oh, his birthday's in like eight weeks." He's, I know when a birthday is. I just needed something to write like a, a note on. I could not say goodbye. It's a very kind of sweet moment. And they're like, "Well, you're not saying goodbye. Get in the trunk." <laughs> uh, they drive away, and one of the the um the creamer keeps talking to her. The brother brought the creamer. The brother brought the creamer because he keeps confronting her about why are you talking to this creamer, which I like that he's kind of like dog with a bonish about it, that he's not going to let it go. Yeah. Finally, somebody – like in the first episode, she tells uh, the black friend, you know, what, I, I, things are talking to me. And the black friend's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. They all have souls or yeah. whatever. And then this, that's it. Like it's So, like, they, she never brings it up again. So now it's me. So now um, – now we've got somebody who's like, no, we need to goddamn talk about this. I and love it. And we're going to talk about it. And I think it lasts for like another episode where he's like, but he. Yeah, the whole next episode is that too. I just love how he thinks it's the cow, right? It's got to be the cow. He doesn't yeah, understand it. Yeah, it. Anything that needs to talk to her talks to her. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, no, she th- he thinks she's like obsessed with this cow. And she's like, is it Hindu? Is, it, is that wise? Or some sort of religious? Because he's like a religious the theologist. theologist or whatever. We also find out that he's a theologist and an atheist at the same time, which is just so. God, yeah, so like a, libertarian. A yeah. But I don't really believe in anything, and I believe, I mean, everyone can be wrong, and I know everything. But yeah, 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 it's yeah. so cargo shorts, I hate it. So just, first off, I'm an atheist, and I'm wearing cargo shorts. So, every, so, so calm down right now, please. Stop, stop coming at me like that. I can't this. see your waist. I didn't know. I didn't know. Uh, the... Uh, so the thing tells her to turn, make this right, make this right, right on red, right on red, right on red. She turns down a one-way street going the wrong way, crashes into this person's, like, mailbox on their yard. Turns out it's Yvette's parents. Yvette? Yvette's parents walk out and Yvette goes, mother? And a completely no, not no accent. accent. She's English. been doing a very over-the-top French accent this whole time. Yes. And then out of nowhere, she's like, mother? And she's just this white lady from Canada. Yes. She, like, uh, claimed to be French-Canadian this whole time with no living parents, and she's got two. <laughs> yeah, 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 she's got two um, that she's still somewhat in contact with. Like, not a, not a lot, but, like, she sends postcards every so often. Mm-hmm. Uh, they bring that up. And it turns out that she ran away because her parents were, like, shitty parents, I guess, right? Yeah, never noticed, never cared about her. Yeah, she's like, what's the, what's the word I use to spend uh, – what's the word I use to win this uh, fifth-grade spelling bee or whatever? And she's like, I can't expect you to remember something you never knew. And it's like <laughs> – but you can't expect them to remember that period. I was just thinking They are that. old. We're looking at two white-haired people. Like, you expect them to remember something from 30 years ago? It is weird because <laughs> you're not exactly sure how old Yvette is supposed to be. Right. That kind of threw me off. I was like, is she old enough to be parents to Jay? And then I was like, not quite. Well, no, I think she's like, if I had a guess, if let's say Jay is 23, 24, mm-hmm. guesstimating she's just out of college. So maybe, oh, she's kind of just out of college. Maybe she's 22, 23. Uh... I'm putting her at like she's got to be forty, yeah, okay. right? Because she came to them when she was like maybe eighteen, yeah. So she didn't sense. run away as like out of high school. She left when she like second I turned eighteen, I was gone or whatever. So like, you know, that would put her I guess forty ish, which kind of makes 30. sense. She doesn't look right and like she doesn't look that age, but I think that's the like the age the characters. Yeah, it's just, it was weird to me that she was a housekeeper and then Jay's older sister seems to be the same age, right? But I forget that I think Jay's older sister is supposed to be younger than I think she, she is. is. Yeah, I, they they didn't do a great job casting these. The actress looks yeah. forty, but I yeah. guess we're supposed to believe she's like twenty eight. Yeah, maybe thirty at most. Yeah, I don't she, know. It's she, weird. She looks to be like five or six years older than Jay. Um, we find so. 
Yeah, there's this whole scene where the vet's telling her name's like Cindy, by the way. Yeah, I re- yeah, yeah, yeah. I start referring to her a vet slash Cindy after this. <laughs> Suddenly doesn't have a real, doesn't have a French accent anymore. And then I wrote on all caps, hello, mother. I, was like, <laughs> I actually gasped out loud and my fiance was like, do you care about this show now? And I was right, like, right. a little bit. A little, a little bit. bit. I'm a little in. <laughs> I'm in. Um, I did. I liked that turn very much. I thought that reveal was good. And then she, uh, she has this whole thing. She's like, uh, they're yelling. Uh, she run, uh, Jay runs out back to the car to yell at the cow. Like she locks the doors and everything. She's just she yelling. What do you? Why did you make me do this? These people are horrible. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Uh, the brother is at the window. Like, why are you talking to that cow? Like banging <laughs> on it. Let me in. The father comes out. Now he's pitching a bitch about like who's gonna pay for my lawn and blah blah blah. They get uh, the father punches the brother. Uh-huh. And we find out in flashback later. It's like like she's telling all of this. By the way, is being told in. Uh, an interrogation room to this black female detective who I don't know that I like that like unnecessary so they set the character up to be she comes in she's like I want to help you blah 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 she's like very kind of proper and then Jay like makes a joke she's like how can I help you and he, she goes you can let me go and she goes do you think that's funny and they're kind of laughing and she goes no do you think that's funny and flips out on and her. flips out and, and to the point where they have to like cut to the other side of the mirrored like a uh, one-way mirror in the investigation room so that we don't hear the profanity-laden fucking tirade she's going off on her. I guess we're supposed to... <clears throat> the joke is supposed to be that it's one cop doing good cop, bad, bad cop. cop. I guess. But it just came across as, like, angry black woman a yes, little bit. and very I much did so. not, I was like, this is unnecessary. Especially when you think about the only other person of color we've seen on the show has been... <laughs> that, that terrible therapist. Terrible therapist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then oh, her and best, the, and friend best friend yeah, yeah. that becomes a mammy-like figure. To mm-hmm. a th- so think about it. The only black people we see on this show are assisting, right. helping, yeah, and yeah, aiding yeah, yeah, asexually yeah. without any of their own interest or personality. That's very true. Literally, there's a joke about how the black girl is interchangeable. That's not the chant I want to be. be. Yeah, 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 <laughs> For sure. And to the po- also, this cop later in the episode, at one point, this show is not very woke. And they, I get it. It's 2000 and something. But at one point, the brother says those ICE agents just invaded our house like those homosexuals who do makeovers. Yes! Like, who? Why did it? Why is it written like that? Queer, why weird. not just gay guys? The first queer, queer eye. eye. It's a yeah. reference to queer eye, but they don't say, he, if they had said, uh, if he had said those queer guys that do makeovers, that would almost make more sense because the show is queer eye for the straight guy, right? So the word queer, I would kind of get it. But for him to just go, those homosexuals, homosexuals. it sounded so judgmental. <laughs> and then later on the episode, we see the black detective looking through the uh, one-way mirror again at Jay and her sister having a conversation. And she just goes, uh, I wrote it down. She says queer. She goes, the, she goes, the blonde one's a queer. The, the, the fingernails are a dead giveaway. They trim them short. You know why they, they trim, trim them short. short like yeah, that. yeah. It's, like, such a, <laughs> it's so weird. Uh, and I get like it's a different time or whatever, but even then it does, it doesn't make sense. It's really weird. It's a, it's a heavy handed, I don't, there was no reason for it. So she tells, so all this is being told in flashback, and when you see the brother get hit, and we find out the the someone's assaulted the father, you go, "Oh, the brother hit him back," and it's like, "Well," she goes, and he goes, "And that's when your brother assaulted the whatever his name is, the father." And she goes, "Well," and then it cuts back, and Jay punches him out, and she has this line where she says, which I actually kind of like. She goes, "You don't mess with my family." She goes, "Yeah, trust me, I'm as surprised as anybody else." <laughs> like <laughs> I like that too. I like that's good. Like it's consistent to her where she does give a shit, but she always immediately has to like pretend she doesn't. You know what I mean? I also love that I'm pretty sure for them to have thought the brother punched him like that must have been how the family reported it so he, <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't say the girl punched right 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 <laughs> um, 
so they get caught. So they're sneaking her. They're uh, they're sneaking her back across the border. She's in the trunk because now she doesn't have anywhere to go. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're they get through the checkpoint, but then there's immediately like a SWAT team amount of cops. Right? There's just like like they've got rifles and all this whatever and light. And we see in that group of people. Uh, the sister's there, and she's like with them, and I, lo- I lost my shit. I love the way she appeared through that, the smoke. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. was like, oh shit, what is about to happen? And I, and so we're at that point led to believe that she turned in the brother and sister. Yeah, and I, I, I had like all caps. I'm like, the sister snitched again. I'm so mad. <laughs> and I was like, I don't. At that point, I was like, to credit to this show, at that point, I was like, I, I literally wrote, I don't see myself getting over this. <laughs> like, I don't see her being able to come back and be a likable character in any way on this show. Considering and how it, inconsistent the writing is, they will. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah but they figured it out because they do, like, we – so they're stopped and now we start playing everything backwards and we find out that she uh, – well, also, I'm not 100% sure. She says to them – she says to the sister that she had their – passports flagged because she knew they were going to try something stupid and I'm like well if you hadn't flagged their passports this probably wouldn't have happened then right like they wouldn't have gotten caught but we find out that they're they're like wanted in two countries because they're wanted in assault for their Canada for assault and uh, damage to property and blah 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 and then for trying to like attempted smuggling in the states <laughs> uh, so maybe they would have caught him or whatever but she says here like um, you ratted out your own brother and sister is this because we like each other more than we like you and I was like, that's so mean <laughs> um, but it, we get it all played backwards and we find out that. No, she wasn't doing it for bad reasons. She was trying to make sure that this, the everything, like she gets taken care of, this legal representation, and blah blah blah. We then she go, oh, you pulled all these strings, and it's like, no, we didn't pull any strings, and we take it backwards. And from the very moment it all of this happened, the the second she's taken out of the house, the father who had been saying like, I can't just make phone calls. I don't do that. That's the, I'm, that's against my morals or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, because the mother says to him like, oh, why you can't just make a phone call and fix this or whatever. And he's like, no, I can't. But the second they took her, he's making phone calls. We see immediately he's like calls the governor. Hey, can we talk or well, let's go play golf or mm-hmm. whatever. And he's the one who's like this whole time just been fixing a vet. And there's a great line where. You fight like I'm sorry. You had to break your pri- your morals or whatever. And he says the number one moral. I wrote it down here. Uh, oh, he's like she's like I'm sorry. You had to like turn away your turn on your principles to to fix the situation. She, he says the number one, the first principle is always family. And it's like oh god damn it, dad. And and, and like if that's family because the whole time they keep saying the kids keep saying like you practically ra- she practically raised us she practically raised us. Yeah. And then when we see the father he's looking at a picture of a vet from like years ago with the kids and he says we practically raised her because she to him she's a daughter. Yeah. It's super. It's just very well done. That little moment was very well. done. I enjoyed that. I also like the point. There was a point where. Um, where Jay says that Yvette practically raised her and Yvette corrects her and just, no, your parents yeah, yeah, were there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she makes that distinction. And also, there was also that moment when they're leaving Yvette's parents. Sorry, we'll call her Cindy because she's Cindy. She's Cindy now. Yeah, yeah. Cindy, where Cindy's leaving her parents and just done with them. And because they've just 
they've shown their true colors. Right. And her uh, housekeeper, who she had growing up, oh, runs so out. Oh, so good. She's like, I got the tomato sandwich or whatever that you like. And the word was trip. oblique. Yeah, and she, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, and she was French Canadian. Right, right, right. So we find out this whole time, <laughs> Cindy's been imitating Yvette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's great. No, that's true. I, I forgot about that part. And it was very sweet. And it does set up. It's why this episode is actually pretty good is it sets up the vet's whole character, right? The whole reason she's pretending to be this housekeeper is she had this great housekeeper who took care of her and she wanted to be that for someone else. It's so sweet. Weird part, though. Yeah. There's a part where Jane says Cindy and goes. Oh, so weird. She goes, I, I, I miss the vet. vet. Yeah, 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 yeah. She goes back to speaking French. It's so weird. She does it again a few times, like when they're leaving the police station. And then in the end, we see them having breakfast and she's – so. I think someone else – I think maybe the mom is making pancakes. Somebody's making pancakes while she – uh, is practicing for a citizenship test. And, yeah. But she's doing it in a French accent. Yeah. It's so weird. It's so weird. And they're, like, teaching her, like, all these – It's this- Yeah, the branches of government and blah, blah, blah. As, and at one point they're like, who is the president's uh, advisors? What are, what are the president's advisors called? And she doesn't know the answer. And then uh, the mom goes, you just cleaned them. And she goes, oh, the cabinet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was so weird. Uh, I liked it, though. Because uh, it's like, oh, she is kind of part of the family more than any. Like, as shitty as they were about, oh, she's got to clean and blah, blah, blah. At the end of the day, they she is cons- like to them part of the family, particularly to the dad. Also, uh, weird foreshadowing. The brother breaks the creamer. Yeah. Uh, like, says, breaks the head off of it. Yeah, so it yeah, yeah. Can't talk. And then I love this part. He goes, it still works. And the creamer comes out of its butt. Yeah, that's weird. Did I, you drill another hole in the cat? Like, why would there be a hole back there? That I was like, sense. oh, this is such a tacky product. Like, I, they seem so classy. But they have flamingos in their yard and cow creamers. I'm like, they're kind of trash. They're are kinda, <laughs> tra- they are kind of trash. Uh, there's also a line that I liked here where they're talking to the um, – uh, he's talk. She's talking to her sister, and they're going like, "You don't understand how much trouble you're in. You're wanted in two countries, blah blah blah." And they're like, "Well, how do they know? They weren't there or whatever." And she goes, "You are." It's, it's like they know you. You were driving the car, and uh, she goes, "Oh, that bat!" Like talking about her brother. She goes, "Oh, that bastard! He sang." And she goes, "You admitted to driving the car." And she's like, "I sang." I just enjoyed that. <laughs> that. That line was like, "It's goofy, but it made me laugh." I missed that. That is hilarious. Yeah. I sang. <laughs> yeah, she goes, "I sang," and she's like, "Damn it." Uh, so I like this episode very much. We're going into episode six, uh, Muffin Buffalo. Why, why did I just realize that each episode is named after the thing, thing that, that talks? Thing that talks, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I just realized that. That's okay. It happens. Also, you're not really super paying attention to the names of the episodes. But I'm also, not... what's the dog? Oh, what's the crime dog? Oh, it's on the on the poster. Yeah, 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 he yeah. He really yeah, says, yeah. like, two words. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's really the coffee cream. It's where mostly puts the coffee cream. It's motion. Um... Muffin Buffalo. So I feel like the uh, crime dog may be the most likable that Jay has been. Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of see her be like show genuine interest and do things to try to help someone like and that's her whole like she yes, she's listening to these and objects, but her whole goal is trying to help this person. This next episode, she's right back to being a fucking bitch. <laughs> I got so mad at her throughout this whole episode. So we, we spent a lot. This whole episode is very um, trailer park based. Yes. Right. We get to see the other people in the trailer park, which is interesting. A handful of them. Right. We meet um, the main lady whose name is long and I don't remember it. Um, Mary Ann. It's like Mary something Beetle, maybe. Mrs. Beetle is, so, what, is what Jay wants to call her. And she's right. Like, now, you know, you can call me Mary Ann. But blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, she lives in the park and she makes muffins 
as a business, apparently, but the muffin business isn't selling great. Um, she can't find her disability checks or her Social Security checks, whatever they are, she, my government checks. Did you catch this part where she goes, I've never been the same since the hysterectomy? Oh, and, I did not catch that part. And she's real... Um, postmenopausal so the hysterectomy is not regularly affecting her ability to work <laughs> yeah 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 for sure <laughs> not like there's no reason why she can't have a job but okay <laughs> okay um and she comes in looking for the checks the right trailer. she's like yeah so i'm missing my checks and so but what's happening at the time <laughs> is that jay has staked out Fat Pat, or she's calling him now Pat Squatch, who is a shut-in that lives in the trailer behind her. And she's got all these binders of pictures she's been taking of him. Did you catch when she used to call him Fat Chupacabra or something? <laughs> yes, but I think he might be of Mexican descent, and I don't want to be, indi- I don't want to be <laughs> like insensitive. Uh, yeah, I heard that. Also, That's it, she does call him like Fat Chupacabra or whatever it is, and it's not a good... Pun, like Pat Squatch is a pun. Yeah, fat Squatch. Yeah, Fat. Well, it was Fat Squatch, and now Pat Squatch because he's turns out he's lost a ton of weight. We'll get to it. Um, but that's a pun. Yeah, like Fat Chupacabra is just mean. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, so she's waiting. She knows it's food. It's pizza night. He only comes out of the trailer for food. He knows it's pizza night. So he's gonna have to open the door all the way to get the pizza box in, and they can get a good picture. <laughs> of it. So he's it's her and her brother are doing this, and she's freaking out because she wants to be there when the picture's taken. But Miss Beetle's shown up to look for these checks, and she starts going through the envelope, her mail, and she's got a bunch of her fucking checks. And meanwhile, she isn't being like, "Oh, I've seen my checks. They just haven't been around." She's like, "You know, I'm evicted from the. I got if I like they tell me I'm evicted from the park because I haven't had my paychecks and I have no money." And like it's dire situation. Yeah. And then the fucking thing on her, she's wearing an apron, and there's a buffalo or whatever, whatever on the aprons. Like, don't give it back, or it's maybe a, whatever. One of the inanimate objects tells her not to give her back the checks. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bitch, I know you. Fuck it. Here's why. You give her those fucking checks. It is interesting when she will and won't listen. That's what's frustrating to me because. There's a, if it was purely mental illness and she was just compulsed to follow the instructions of these animals no matter what, and that's represented by them wearing her down to the point that she has to do it by singing fucking uh, 99 bottles of beer on the wall yeah. or whatever it is, then I'd be like, okay, I, I get that. But she clearly has some leeway into when she does and doesn't listen to these things. Yes. So give that fucking woman her checks. She has been evicted. <laughs> She's about to be homeless. It, I got so angry. Yeah, I was like, "There's no," because it's like, "Do you believe in this power or not?" Because you have to, like, you have to be insanely in the believing, yeah. yeah, to be like, "Okay, no, no, whatever the thing tells me is more important than what's right. going at on." At this point, right? If at this point they had established that she has some grasp of how these how the situation works, and she has the faith that if she just does what they say, no matter how hard, it will work out for the ultimate good. But I guess because Jay is an underdeveloped character, we don't see her thinking She doesn't have through. any of those thoughts. No. So she's just a kind of a bitch making memes. Like, <laughs> I just really... Also, this whole opening sequence is just her fat-shaming some shut-in and then stealing an old woman's social security checks. She's just a wild piece of shit in the beginning of this episode. Yeah. Yeah, I think later on she says she admires him because he doesn't answer to anyone, and it's like... What? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Oh. Also, you don't answer to people. I know you have a shitty job at that whatever, but you barely do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, she keeps talking. She multiple times she says something about how like she should like she would be a shut in if the if the world would allow it, but her family is too like you don't know my family. Yeah. yeah. Here's another problem I have. 
here's where I had the, we go back to the th- we meet the therapist right the the, the uh, fucking Jerry Curl therapist <laughs> I is do back. Not understand. <laughs> um, but what he's doing is discussing Jay's mental health with her brother, which is wildly inappropriate. Correct? Super inappropriate. Yeah. But I will say this: he takes it. I believe the brother sets up a session with him. Yes. And he's got a notepad out, and he is writing down. What he thinks of the brother's mental health, yeah, right? I'll give you that. I will give you that. He writes down the word schizophrenic and underlines it twice. Right, because he's talking about these inanimate objects talking, and maybe he thinks he actually whatever believes. But at the same time, he is giving her the brother details about the previous. He says, like you know, last time I talked to Jay, she said blah blah blah. Oh. You don't get to do that. You're right. Like that. That is weird. And you're right, though. They then play it like, oh, he's just leading him along so that he can get a proper diagnosis of the brother. Mm-hmm. But like that's a little too much. And that's how we get we get the fact that the brother's a theologian, theologian, but also an atheist. Right. Which is just like it's just so smug to like spend all this energy studying all these religions and then decide that none of them exist. <laughs> and then he goes, he goes, I can believe in a life with no meaning but a life with meaning where my life doesn't mean anything yeah yeah super narcissist <laughs> yes that's what i meant about cargo shorts that's fine it i get it also the people who wear cargo shorts are not narcissists we're walking out and not get like we these are the most why like, is there hated a- pair of clothing you could possibly wear short of maybe an insane clown posse t-shirt i leave the house like this because i don't care why is there a purse on your legs because what I do get you your man. Take with you? Here's the thing: I, you're just jealous that your clothes don't have pockets. My life clothes, would be so easy. I have four pockets on these very tight little pants. Oh, right? Yeah, but they're tight. Yeah. I can fit like multiple keys, <laughs> phone charger, headphones, vape, a sandwich. J- uh, Ian Carmel is a great joke. Great joke about how there's like a sandwich shaped pocket on a pair of cargo shorts that just come with that. That's very Look, funny. If you like, the only thing I get mad about is when men will have those pockets but refuse to carry. They don't want you to shit. carry shit. Oh yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. If you want to look like a purse, be a purse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we are diverting. We are diverging pretty hard. <laughs> I While, think you should poll your listeners and be like, "What are your thoughts on co- cargo, cargo shorts? shorts?" We'll put it out. I'll put it on the Twitter. Uh, so, a couple things have ha- are happening here. One, Jay is. There are several small things mm-hmm. set in motion by the inanimate objects. At one point, she's at the at the guest stop at the at the the gift shop, and it tells one of the thing tells her to staple this woman's loose uh, uh, shoelace to the ground. She does just without thinking. Without there's no questioning it, which is insane. Like, yes. Right? You're just you're go- like, oh, I'm gonna make this woman trip. That's funny. She just does it. Like yeah. she's just a bitch. It's the most deliberate harm yeah. she's had to cause, Absolutely. and she doesn't think twice. Doesn't about Doesn't think about it for one second. <laughs> uh, that woman falls, knocks into a baby carriage. The baby flies through the air. Oh. I laughed so hard. <laughs> that was such a shitty cut because it was such a baby doll when oh, it was in yeah. the air. A hundred percent. It was 100%. so fake when it, it was in the air. Its arms were just completely stiff. Like, <laughs> yeah, for sure, but I laughed like genuine like belly laugh out loud when that baby went flying through the air. <laughs> she catches the baby. Someone takes a picture. Now she's the hero of the town because everybody knows she saved this baby's life. But also that woman, when she picks up the the stroller finds this ring that was her grandmother's ring that was they all thought was lost and they never would have looked in this part of the stroller if it hadn't fallen over so there's this whole thing she then also also they're at the they go to the barrel she's talking to whatever um the what some inanimate object there tells her to 
get the uh, the friend a seat because her feet hurt. Mm-hmm. So she, oh yeah, she grabs the seat, puts it over here. But she's just taking a seat from someone who's like standing up, about to sit down. She just pulls the chair out from behind this guy who falls over she immediately. Has no problem with shitty pranks. Just being yeah, a hundred percent. I just expect her to just start like having like buzz zappers on her hands and shit. Uh, so she he falls over, but then no, he's like spilled his drink all over himself, and he's like, now I smell like rum. He's like, I smell like rum. Why is there rum in my virgin daiquiri? And the uh, the friends like, oh, that was my daiquiri. They must have gotten switched. And it turns out he's a he's an alcoholic, but he's sober for however many years. And he's like, you just thank you, you just saved my sobriety by pulling. She he was all mad at first that she did that because of course he would be. But it turns out he saved her sobriety. And he's like, where are you going? He's like to a meeting and like walks <laughs> off. Uh, that is a writing hole that's been bugging me. Is like every episode, anyone who Jay helps can see the connection so quickly. Right, right, and they're right, just right, like, right. oh, you helped me. Thank. And it's like, with the exception of the, like the very, very first lady who could not see the good in what Jay yeah, was yeah, doing, yeah. everyone is just a little too conveniently happy with her right away. Right. Like but I, I kind of what I like in this episode is a little bit of a result of that is that there are several small things done. Where the inanimate objects immediately cause good things, right? And I kind of like that as opposed to just one overarching thing like, we're going to help a vet this episode. In this episode, they help that lady find that ring. It helps uh, him not drink that alcohol. So it's it shows a little more like, I don't know, like purposefulness to the inanimate objects. Does that make yes. sense? Yes. And I think the reason for that is it builds up to the bigger thing that happens later on. Right. But there's a part where her like bartender friend says, you have the wrong idea about you. Yeah. And I held on to that because Jay, every time she's thanked, she's like, stop it. Stop thanking me. I didn't do anything. She does not want to be seen in a positive light. Absolutely. Because being seen in a positive light, I think in her mind, means obligation. Right, She right, thinks right. if people expect good things out of me, then I'll have to keep doing them. Yeah. It's kind of like how you like pretend you don't know how to load a dishwasher. Someone else. <laughs> someone else does it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> Always act like you're not capable Just of something. Act like you're bad at it, and then someone else will come behind you, frustrated, and fix it for you. She wants to be a bad person, or at least an uh, a useless person. Yeah, she wants to give off the idea to people that she's a bad person, and part of that is like just distancing herself, right? Yeah. But then all this is happening. Meanwhile, she she comes back. This is she's such a fucking asshole. So she. <laughs> She comes back to the uh, trailer park and she notices that uh, Miss Beetle's trailer like door is open. And she goes to check on her smoke coming out, so she goes in to check on it. She's there's a batch of muffins in the oven that have been burnt because they're still whatever she's missing. Mm-hmm. There's flour all over the floor and there's a very big footprint in the flour. It's fat not even flops. it's not she even that big, but she calls oh fat flops. And then she literally thinks that he. She, she, she has like this like mo- like little daydream situation of like what she thinks just happened, and what she thinks happened is that the fat, the ex fat because he's not fat anymore, uh, Pat from the trailer mm-hmm. has come in in such a hunger induced rage for muffins that he ate the lady in the fucking park, <laughs> and she doesn't she doesn't go like oh silly daydream this is what she actually believes happened. She's a fucking asshole. This is before she knows he's not fat yet, though, right? No, because she already met him the first time she went to the trailer and saw that he wasn't fat anymore, right? I think so. Uh, let me take – I have the notes here. Um, let me double check. 
breaks into Fat Pat's house, okay. sees he's waste, he's lost 400 pounds. Fat Pat is in the trailer. Oh, no, you're right. She has, she has not met Denise Pat. That's how that's she finds true. it. She, she thinks he's still 400 pounds. Right. So, but also, but, you what think that's fuck? what fat people do? Just eat humans? Uh, that made me... And, like, he <laughs> even calls her out on it later on. Like, when she... So she goes and breaks into his trailer looking for Miss Beetle. He's not there. One of the gags that, like, we're supposed to believe how fat he is is that the trailer, like... Tilts, it tilts up and down when you're looking at like if he moves in the trailer like you'll see one end tip all the way back and like the, initially it's supposed to be oh that's oh he's just fat and that's why it's doing it but then we find out there's like a broken axle and anybody walks in there it's just it's just uneven so we're confronted with fat pat who i believe is played by he's been in one of the american he pies. was in all i think most of the american pies he was the like the one who was like oh i drink wine and i listen to jazz the one whatever. who can't shit at school yes 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 <laughs> there you go i couldn't remember his storyline yeah he can't shit at school and he sleeps with stickler's mom right um, so he's he's a I don't know his name, but you know his face. Yeah, yeah. Every all of that just made everybody know who he was. And this is one part that, that was like, holy shit, this show is not woke. Yeah, yeah. Like, I know everyone makes fun of me. Even the tranny in the wheelchair <laughs> makes fun of me. All caps. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> At one, uh, Maris was not really paying attention. She was like just kind of walking through the house <laughs> doing stuff, and she just like, did he just say tranny? And I was like, yeah, maybe it's two thousand four. I don't know. If tell you, it's a different time, but yeah, gross. And also like. We meet that transsexual person in the wheelchair later. Seems perfectly nice. Yeah. I don't know why you have to be shitty about it up front if you're just going to make the character okay. Like It's the even. Yeah, yeah, it, even. It's the even. This person is below so, me. Yeah, and they make fun. Like, 100%. Oh, it just, I was like, oh, <laughs> how is this okay? Uh, and they have... Uh, so he like spot she he catches her breaking into the trailer uh-huh. and they have this whole thing like oh you're not fat yeah I lost all this weight but I'm still fat I'm twelve, 12 pounds, pounds for my goal. twelve pounds for my goal weight um but she he catches her in her trailer because he sees all the fucking uh, binders of like he goes in and finds all the binders of him and he's like are you stalking me what's happening and she won't explain so he goes back to here's just a, I know this is long he goes back to his trailer and she he won't let her in because he's trying to apologize and she's like let me in I feel bad because that's fucking Jay in a nutshell it's all about her and how she feels and fuck everybody else and how they feel to the point where she just starts breaking into this man's trailer like climbing through the window and he's freaked out because as far as he knows a psychopath who's been taking like hundreds of pictures of him like a stalker would is now breaking into his house i her entitlement to other people's forgiveness and even just space is infuriating oh yeah oh yeah also there's a weird so he talks about boundaries with her parents but she has has none none with anyone else else. (laughs) boy um but she then for she's like you have you understand you're not fat But, like, that – here's what's so weird about this episode or one of the many things. It should be, hey, even if you are fat, people should love you and let's treat you like a human being. But this episode is literally, oh, you're – but you're not fat. So just come out and be a not fatty. He calls it – he calls it, like, 400 pounds of invisible weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing is, is he talks about – he vents to her at one point and tells her all of the concerns and all the ways he's felt. Right. Where, like, I didn't know if they'd have a mirror my size. Yeah. All of these – and it's like – I have to shop late so no one sees what's in my car. car, Yeah. Yeah. And it's, like, it's legitimate fat concerns. But a part of me got mad. I was like, why am I, like – hearing about the fat experience from a thin person. person. Yeah, yeah, they couldn't yeah, yeah, even yeah. cast someone fat to right. tell us this because you want to make fat people that invisible. Mm-hmm. And it's just supposed to be acceptable. Yeah. It's super fucking weird. Um, another weird thing. So she vents, she convinces him to come out and like she takes him to her parents' house for game night. 
and the whitest thing I've ever seen happens. So they're there for gay night. They're going to play Pictionary. And then the sister walks in and she's like, I've made caramel apples. <laughs> the fuck kind of I only made four. But uh, what kind of – well, she she only made four because she didn't expect Jay to show up and certainly not to bring a guest, right? Yeah. But like, what? Hey, grown adults, I've made a plate of caramel apples. It was the weirdest bit of set dressing I've ever seen. Um he turns out like he and the sister are on a team mm-hmm. and they're very competitive. Yes. So he's like, in your face, you stink, blah, blah, blah. Shocking that the man who's been a shut in for however long doesn't have great social skills. Mm-hmm. Um, but they like, oh, it was probably time for he leaves because he's kind of pissing everybody off. But I do like in that sequence, the brother is like, so they all have to, it's three teams. They all have to, you know, draw the same thing and whoever gets it first wins. So everybody's drawing like, I don't know, let's say a car. It doesn't matter. Or a horse. I think it's a whatever. Mm-hmm. The brother is just drawing a fucking cow talking to someone because he's just like looking in fucking Jay's face <laughs> while the mom is guessing like, oh, it's a it's a it's a cow, it's a cow, it's a yelling cow, it's a couch yelling at a, a man, no, a woman, a cow yelling at a woman, and then when at the end they're like, uh, yes, it's a car or whatever. She's like, what what clue were you looking at? This isn't a car. Like, and the brother's just staring at Jay the whole time. I like that very much. Oh my goodness. Um, they go to the bar. He, mm-hmm. She takes him to the barrel, uh, where he's. She like tells him to, oh, go talk to those you know girls over there or whatever. Get me a beer. And while he's there, he tells the bartender that like, yeah, I guess that's my girlfriend or whatever because she's obsessed with me. Uh, in the cre- here's such a creepy dude move. She goes, yeah, she's like obsessed with me. She's got all these binders of pictures she's taken of me. She's like, I know it's pretty creepy, but. She ain't ugly. Oh. I was like, oh, he's, that's how you get murdered. <laughs> and also the saddest thing in the world is like, like you can't write that character for a woman, right? There's like a woman can't possibly be like, oh, he's kind of creepy, but he's hot because that's how you actually get murdered. Like yeah. that's how Without women, question. <laughs> women actually get murdered like that. Uh, so there's... So the the the, she, the the woman in the trailer park keeps coming back and asking for the checks, and she keeps not giving her the fucking checks, and I keep getting angrier and angrier every time it happens. Mm-hmm. That was bothering me. I was like, they got to have a big resolution for this before yeah, this lady, because yeah. she's like on the verge of getting evicted, and like it's the, she doesn't anywhere to live, and it's the, scary for her. Yeah, and she get, like she's literally like the police. They say if the if I'm not out by Sunday, the police are going to throw me out. It's like really getting down to the wire. Also, Jay is one employee of the month because one, she <laughs> caught that baby in midair, and two, I think she's. I we're supposed to believe she's the only other employee because uh, the manager guy says like, "Oh, I can't have, I can't win it anymore since I'm in uh, <laughs> management, so you have to take it." And uh, she's like, "I don't want it," and he says, it comes with that day off, and she's like, "I'm in." <laughs> and her parents take her to a special, special lunch. lunch, yeah, at the Barrel, <laughs> the only restaurant in the town where I'm pretty sure they have fondue. Uh, um. The okay, so the he freaks out because I, I, why does he get so talking about Pat? Right, Pat gets super mad because I think he finds out that she's making fun of him. Something happens. Well, no, no, no. 
This is what happened. Okay, I please. think you're you're missing a joke. I, I this episode was one of those ones where like you look down for a second and you're like, like uh, you're typing, uh, and you're like, I look up and I'm like, where, where are, we? are we? Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. It felt like two or three different episodes together. Yeah. So okay, here's what happens here: um, she gets home from dinner with her parents or right. lunch or brunch. With oh, her he's like in the bed. He's in the bed. I I was like, this is when I started typing furiously. <laughs> I was like, oh no, oh no, no, no. Yeah. He's in the bed and he's like, you know, I hope you don't mind that I didn't wait for you. And there was this moment where they look at each other and I'm like, is he trying to say he came in the bed? I think he jerked <laughs> off in the bed! But, like, I, I think what the implication is that she didn't expect him to be naked. Right, it's like, right, but he's right. clearly shirtless. Like, Very much naked. Where there's smoke is dick. Like, that's, what <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was, I was like, okay, if he's in your bed with no shirt on, he ain't got yeah, no bottom. That's for <laughs> a fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. I was like, that is so, like, taking so much liberty. Like, she didn't give him a key. He just assumes he can have sex with her. Right, right, right. And she's like, no, I'm not interested in you like that. I don't see you like that i see you more like a project yeah. i see you more like something i you know like a like a legend but basically like implying that he's not a, a person. person yeah which is pretty shitty however his reaction is some men's rights nonsense mm. he's like you're an evil bitch i hate you <laughs> blah 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 yeah some incel shit for sure oh for sure he feels super entitled she gave i mean she really did not i mean yes taking her Taking him to meet her parents and taking her to the bar, yes, but she does say, go talk to those girls. Yeah, she doesn't give any actual, like, actual outward signs of interest in him romantically. She's treating him like a friend. At most, yeah. Yeah, And also kind of like a shitty friend. Like, she's not being super great about it. No, it was the most aggressive, like, I've been friend zone, and I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've spoken, this is like the first time you've met for a day. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Absolutely not. It was so gross. So, she like runs him out of there, and then he essentially ends up holding. Well, they say they're holding, she's holding her hot, here's what's, okay, so she we see him go into Miss Beetle's trailer, or, whatever. Mm-hmm. or no, she yep. goes. She goes into his trailer. She goes to check on Pat. Yeah, because they're in there and they're in the. She's in the back or whatever. And Jay busts in. And she's like, "Where is she? I know you're holding everyone. In, everyone in the park goes. Oh, we saw her come in here two hours ago, and she hasn't left yet. He's holding her hostage, or." They're just having a con- – like, you have no reason – no one's gone to the door and been like, hey, can Miss Beetle come out and him go, like, get out of here or I'll shoot her. <laughs> That's not happened. You just the- saw someone go into a trailer and not leave. Every other person in the trailer is, like – who lives in the trailer park is, like, outside of the house watching. watching. Like, yeah, the, yeah, like yeah, a yeah. standoff, including um, our transgendered the, individual the, the, who is in a wheelchair. Yeah, right. <laughs> um so Jay goes to check. He's like, you got to check on her or whatever. She goes inside. He's eating like a hundred muffins. Um, it's like, where is she? I know she's in here. You're holding her hostage. And she's like, and, oh, I was in a, she goes, I didn't hear you. I was making a squirt. I don't know hear that. She's peeing in the bathroom, but I just didn't <laughs> like the way she said it. Making a squirt. Um, and she's just been making, she's like, you ready for cranberry or whatever? She's just been making them all these muffins. Mm-hmm. And, uh. She's not. He's like she. She's like he's holding you hostage. She's like, you see anybody with a gun to my head? I'm just making muffins, which is what she fucking does anyway. Yeah. Um. Turns out, at this point, she reveals that she's had these checks, or she finds that she's whatever. She gives her the checks at this point. Um, and she's about to get really mad, but then uh, Pat goes, "I've I'm I think I'm cramping," and like. 
passes out. And I was like, did he, are they going to tell us he ate himself into a coma? That's how fat, this, that's how you treat fat people on the show? Because he, he wakes up in the hospital, like, unconscious. And he was definitely lashing out and trying to eat muffins to fatten himself back, back up. Because he's tired. Yeah. I, I, because, like, well, you rejected me, so everyone's going to reject me, and that's it, and I'm just going to be fat. I might as well be fat, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Which yeah. was really, like, a really hard, and I think it's, like, I, I guess this is the one thing I hate. It reminds me, do you remember when, like, Richard Simmons... Is that the one who's the yeah yeah, Ru- yeah. Russ not Russell Richard yeah. Richard Simmons no, used Russell to have- <laughs> Simmons is Def Jam and maybe a rapist yes and Richard is the short little pants right well he used to always like do these things where he talked to fat people and be like there is a skinny person inside yeah, of you yeah, 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 that yeah. wants to be loved and so it was the whole idea that you gain weight to create distance right, 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 from right. other people and literally as soon as he feels rejected he starts eating yeah it's such an overused trope because we don't want to see fat people as whole people right. No, for sure. Yeah, we want to see them as broken and needing a fixing, even though nobody's more broken than Jay. And Jay is the Jay. most broken person on this fucking show. <laughs> um, she, so they wake up in the hospital, and it tur- and they, they, it's like good news. So we find out that she, this is such a dated reference, but she goes, I didn't tell you, but my muffins are fat free. And it turns out that she uses a, 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 it's called Olean in the show, but it's Olestra. I don't know if you're old enough to remember Olestra. Uh-uh. Where do you find it? Was it? that you can't? Because uh, I, like, I kind of want. Well, how prob- this worked out I feel for- like you probably can find it eventually, but it was popular for a minute. In like, oh, these chips are made with Olestra, so they're so much less fat. But the joke was always that they caused anal leakage because they you would have this, they would just make you shit yourself, right? Um, and that would be like, oh, they make a joke on a TV show or on like Jay Leno. Oh, what's that? What are these? Alestra? And everyone would laugh because it was like a like a six month period in the '90s where this was a thing, right? Uh-huh. So that's what this, it, which already feels like a way too dated of a reference, but that's what that was. I, there was a label on the boxes that like no, may call gastrointestinal uh, problems, stress or whatever. Yeah. So what we find out is that he ate so many of these muffins that he shit. The thirteen pounds. He's that he's past his. He's one pound past his goal weight because he shit thirteen pounds of shit out of his body. <laughs> the muffin lady tells Jay that her stealing the checks was the best thing she ever could have done because she's never been able to save that much money at one time. So now that she has it all in a lump sum, she can really invest in her business. She can pay off the. She's fine at the trailer park, but she can invest in this business. And she's like, I've written a, I've written a pitch because I give to Pat when he wakes up, and she tell basically goes with like she pulls out these note cards and reads this whatever, and the idea that he's going to basically be her Jared from Subway, right? Yeah. That like you can be the inspiration that's going to make me millions because people you'll be the face of my muffin weight loss program or whatever the fuck it is. Uh, I'm so down for a muffin based weight loss program. I'm so I'm down, down for a shit based uh, weight loss program because that's all it is. It's super unhealthy of me to be like, yeah, a little, a little bit, a little bit. I ordered a wedding dress, y'all. You know what? Oh boy, that is true. <laughs> that is true. I would shit myself to get in it. I would. I'm kidding. I would not. Please don't. So, <laughs> This is a small room. So uh, here's what's weird, though, about this episode. He's like, okay, yeah, I can be your spokesperson. And they're going to go make a bunch of money selling muffins or whatever. <clears throat> is anybody better at the end of this episode? Not a single person. It, like, like Pat's thinner, but he's still a fucking broken mess of a human being, right? I guess we're supposed to believe that since he can talk to Patty that he's going to be okay. But... Huh? No. 
Not at all. Not uh, Patty, the muffin lady. You can talk to the muffin lady. Like, I don't... Nobody... All She, I guess, has money now, but it's not money she didn't have already. Like... Yeah. There doesn't seem to be any real resolution in this episode other than the fact that Jay realizes nobody told her to help Pat, right? Yeah. She decided to help Pat get out of the trailer and do stuff because she actually just wanted to help Pat. And that's where the, you have the wrong idea about you. Right. I guess that's the only – literally, this is kind of a growth episode for Jay, I guess. But, God, she gets it in the worst way. I mean, like, like there's a point – I think I think Tracy, her – I forget what Tracy's name is on the show. Right. Um, but she's like, you're holding that baby out like it's on fire. Like, yeah, she's like, you're, hold, like that, you're holding that baby like it's a human shield. Because when she <laughs> caught the baby, she's just holding it like full arm's length in front of her. Yeah, with like the, – there's no compassion in yeah, her at all. Um, yeah, she – we're supposed to assume for sure that Pat and Miss Beatrice or whatever, they... Go they, have a successful business. They have a successful business. And somehow that, you know, the money and the prestige and the and the importance that Pat gets from being thinner just evens out all of his romantic woes, I'm sure. Past romantic woes, he's just, like, emotionally crippled. He was a shut-in for a long time. You don't get that fixed by eating muffins and shitting yourself. It's a very weird fucking end of an episode. That being said, I still like this episode. At one point, he calls her... She goes and says, why are you eating muffins or whatever there? Like, don't eat those muffins or some such. And he says, mind your own business, sauce box. What does that mean? Sauce Sauce box. box. Yeah, like a box is a term I've heard used before. Like, but sauce box? Very weird. Oh, God. He, I don't know. That sounds like one of those, like, food-based insults. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm assuming. Um but that being said, as unwoke as it is in parts, I genuinely liked both of these episodes. Uh, I like that they're progressing this brother trying to solve what's happening with his sister. Oh, there's a big scene that we kind of miss in yeah. the in the therapist office mm-hmm. where uh, he's talking about this cow and the, the therapist is like leaning more that the brother's crazy. Mm-hmm. He's going off on this whole thing of like, no, but like obviously it's not the cow talking. We get that. No, blah, blah, blah. But then there's a whole thing. It's like, the cow knocks over a thing. I, I don't remember what starts it, but um, the, you know, those like knocker balls on a desk, you swing one. It's like a chain yes. of them. That hits one of them, breaks. It rolls over. It knocks into a thing that knocks into a thing. It's this Rube Goldberg like contraption that eventually knocks all these books over. And the only visible words of these two books kind of laying on each other in a certain way is the title. It says cow talk. And then he gets this like, holy shit, maybe something is happening here. Maybe there is something going on. So there is that moment that I like is, I think, pretty clear going to come into play. I really enjoy the consistency of that. The brother is so set on figuring out what is wrong with Jay. Right. But then I think he's starting to see that, like, maybe it's not anything wrong with Jay. Maybe Maybe there's something happening. Yeah, for sure. And I think if this show goes the way I'd like it to and they he just sort of like starts to help her with these things mm-hmm. and that kind of brings them closer together could be very interesting I'm interested to see what happens next I really was like when it started to roll into the next one I was like nah turn it off <laughs> so I'm I'm in I'm in yeah for sure in. I like Any, it. Uh, anything you want to plug yeah a couple cool things coming up Um, I'm gonna be well when we list when we yeah, play this will this, be out Thursday we're gonna be out Thursday okay well I'm gonna be at Cap City July 18th awesome opening for Ali Sadiq uh, 
at uh, Cap City with Bryson Brown hosting. And then uh, August 10th, I'm going to be headlining Sure Thing at Fallout Theater. Awesome. So definitely go to those shows. Uh, I, If you are listening to this, we ran a very successful benefit. I just want to take two seconds to say, don't clap for me. But It was a great benefit. It was a terrible show. It was very loud. <laughs> and the comedy was a fucking mess. But we raised $4,400 for races. And then shout out to... Peaceful Kitty or Peaceful Kitten. Let me just make sure I get this right because she deserves this. Hot as shit, at, at peace, it was hot as fuck. Everybody smelled like asshole in that oh venue. Everybody smelled like asshole in that venue. But uh, shout out to Twitter uh, follower Peaceful Kitty who decided out of the goodness of her heart, like I said, we raised $4,400 that night. She decided to match that donation out of nowhere. So that's such a baller move. So we ended up, you know, causing about close to nine grand for raises so shout out to austin for pitching in showing up doing your part we greatly appreciate it uh that being said i uh keep your oh we are recording the first of the patreon exclusive episodes today that'll be out friday this week myself uh pat dean and the very funny from fx baskets martha kelly oh dope uh watched uh, a, a movie from 19 a tv movie pilot from 1971 called escape about an escape artist slash private eye who lives above a bar for psychics who has to stop a mad scientist uh it's fucking great the episode's gonna be awesome so sign up for the <laughs> patreon uh, two dollars you get all the bonus exclusive episodes and more so do that uh like us at chris cubis on all social media at cancel pod on twitter uh do all that good stuff tell your friends rate us five stars and we will see you next week there's one thing really mystifying got me laughing now it's got me crying